Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. Hello, thanks for downloading today's podcast on Thursday the 6th of July. Our top story today, a sitting-born woman's been telling us about the horror of discovering her fiancé was a paedophile just days after the birth of their baby girl. Amy looked through his phone while he was asleep because she thought he might be cheating on her. She's asked for her surname not to be used, but Kate's been reading her story. Well, it's a truly shocking experience that started back in in 2016. Amy started to get suspicious shortly after the birth of her daughter as her fiancé, Jamie Kennedy, was spending a lot of time on the phone and showing little interest in their newborn baby. She decided to have a look and found he'd been blackmailing children into sending him inappropriate pictures on Instagram. She confided in her mum and asked her to report him to the police. So that was about seven years ago. Why has it taken so long for this to come out? Well, there were multiple allegations against Jamie Kennedy and following a police investigation, he was eventually charged. During his trial, a court heard how he groomed a series of girls aged between 11 and 16, plying them with perfume and promises of a modelling career over a period of nearly 25 years. One of the victims was targeted as recently as last year. A jury convicted him of 16 charges, including rape, sexual assault and having indecent images of children. The 41-year-old from Hearn Bay was remanded in custody to be sentenced in September. And I understand the police are facing some questions about the length of time it took to bring about justice. Yes, that's right. Amy says she's frustrated and believes some victims could have been spared if officers had been quicker to take action. Kent police say Jamie Kennedy was arrested the day after the initial report and described it as a highly complex and sensitive investigation. They carried out various interviews with witnesses and victims as well as downloading and analysing numerous digital devices. A spokesperson says the force puts victims at the heart of everything they do and investigates reports of crime as swiftly and efficiently as possible. They're continuing to review the circumstances circumstances of this case to identify any areas of improvement and future learning. We're told the police have been in touch with those involved to address any concerns raised. Thanks for that, Kate, and we'll be sure to bring you an update on his sentencing when he's back in court later this year. Kent Online reports. Pictures and drone footage show the extent of damage to a family home in Faversham following a fire. A blaze broke out on St Mary's Road in the early hours of this morning and seven fire engines were sent to tackle the flames. The roof of the house has been completely destroyed. Police are hunting a man who sexually assaulted a teenage girl after exposing himself in Maidstone. She was walking along a footpath near Sutton Road when she was targeted last weekend. The suspect's been described as having brown skin and being aged between 20 and 40. He had a muscular build, was about six foot tall and was wearing blue jeans. More than £3 million worth of cannabis, a shotgun and a crossbow have been seized by Kent Police as part of a crackdown on organised crime. More than 40 people were arrested last month as part of a huge nationwide operation. This is the moment officers raided a property in Ramsgate. They also uncovered cannabis farms in Headcorn, Sittingbourne and Bridge near Canterbury, seizing a total of 7,000 plants. 
A sitting-born couple who lied about their involvement in a fatal crash have been sentenced to prison. Learner driver Stuart Powell ploughed into a motorcycle in Swale Way, killing the rider. His wife Carly later lied and said the vehicle had been stolen. The 34- and 36-year-olds from Milliclose in Kemsley were found guilty of perverting the course of justice. Stuart will spend five years behind bars. Carly received an eight-month sentence suspended for two years. A government minister insists the number of asylum seekers crossing the channel to Kent is going down, despite record numbers last month. More than 3,800 people made the dangerous journey in small boats, which is the highest ever June figure. Home Office Minister Chris Philp insists efforts to tackle the issue are working. The main point about this is that crossing the English Channel on a small boat um, is dangerous, it's illegal and it's unnecessary because France is a safe country. You don't need to flee from France. And, you know, we do need to stop it. The crossings are down by 20% year on year. This year as a whole, so taking all six months, not just one month in isolation, but the, the six months to the end of June, was down about 20% on last year. So some progress has been made. We need to do more. And the illegal immigration bill will help us do that. While that bill has suffered another setback following a debate in the House of Lords, it's been sent back to the Commons with several amendments following concerns the policy is illegal and inhumane. The Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, has spoken out against it in the past and is now calling for some changes. This amendment requires the Secretary of State to produce a 10-year strategy for tackling the global refugee crisis and human trafficking in collaboration with international partners. There needs to be an international response to this because it is inherently an international issue. We also need a long-term vision and strategy that reaches beyond short-term electoral uh, cycles and allows this issue to be taken out of an entirely political agenda. We need a calmer and properly structured look at the whole areas of migration. The UK has led in the past, historically, and it does so now. I urge the government to develop a strategy that is ambitious, collaborative and worthy of our history and up to the scale of the enormous challenges that we face. It comes as the government's facing legal action in the High Court over the number of child refugees being cared for in Kent. The county council say they're taking more than their fair share, putting a strain on local services. The Home Office insists the national transfer scheme is tackling the problem. Kent Online News. A police investigation is underway after suspected egg attackers crashed their car into the front of a home in Staplehurst. There were reports of eggs being thrown from a moving vehicle earlier this week. The next day, it's believed the same car collided with a property in Iden Crescent. Officers are trying to track down the people responsible after 10 days of egg attacks all over the village. There are growing concerns about a surge in people using laughing gas after empty canisters were found littered through New Ash Green. The antisocial behaviours left villagers feeling frustrated at the rubbish being left behind in car parks and other public places. Dan Bishner has been speaking to local Green Council Laura Manston, who says it's a worrying trend. There's definitely been an increase in use of nitrous oxide and dealing as well, which we can tell by the associated litter, the gas canisters and also a lot of balloons um, left around the car parks and in the bushes. 
Um, so as well as the litter, the, the act of using nitrous oxide and dealing it on the streets is, you know, is antisocial behaviour and um, it can be really intimidating for residents. Uh, we've got quite a high proportion of elderly residents here. So it's intimidating for them to see. And it's also not nice for um, parents walking their children past, for example. It's not the kind of example that they want set to their children on the streets. Yeah, sort of that. Uh, there's two sides to it really, isn't there? Because there's obviously the, the damage in, in, in using it, but then also the, the way these people are disposing of it afterwards. And obviously um, both just have a massive negative impact. Yeah, absolutely. I mean the health um, impacts for those using it are my primary concern um, because it's not yet known whether it's addictive. Um, there's signs to say that it may be. Um, it can lead to a um, B12 deficiency and anemia. And some people who have used more, um, have used too much, um, have actually become unconscious and, and died for, from using nitrous oxide. So that's a really massive um, concern for us. But yeah, the impact on those living around the, the use is, is obviously undeniable and, and really quite impactful. Elsewhere today, a 4,000 home garden city in Canterbury has been given the green light after developers agreed to pump millions of pounds back into the community. The Mountfield Park project faced hundreds of objections from locals, but Corinthian Homes has agreed to fund improvements to roads, schools and healthcare facilities. The council has approved the plans, but it could take 20 years to complete. An Orthlete family have paid tribute to a dad of four who died of cancer shortly after his life-prolonging surgery was cancelled. George Flight was diagnosed with bowel cancer in 2019, but it later spread and he was told in 2022 that it was terminal. An operation on his liver would have given him more time, but by the time he was booked in, the cancer had become too aggressive. Kent Online reports. Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer's been in Kent today to set out plans to reform education and boost the prospects of working class children. He's given a speech at Mid-Kent College in Gillingham. Some people call it the class ceiling and that's a good name for it. Yes, economic insecurity, structural and racial injustice are part of it, of course they are. But it's also about a fundamental lack of respect, a snobbery that too often extends into adulthood. But he was interrupted by climate activists who criticised some of his party's green policies. It's about community as well. For a long time now, too many people have had to leave theirs to find success, had to get out to get on. And when talented young people start to leave a town, it becomes hard to break free from that dynamic. It's a vicious cycle. It leads to communities, far too many in this country, where the only jobs on offer are low-paid and insecure. And insecurity is the enemy of opportunity. It places barriers, not just, e not just economic barriers. Pledge, reinstate your pledge for 28 billion per year. I gave my, I, on the mission on uh, green you power, we did that pledges. last one. We've so done that one. Will you just... We, we are on the side of economic growth. Will you just let me please get on with this? Thank you very much. Stop making here. We have already... Will you just let me finish this and I'll come and talk to you about it?
Thank you very much. Look, we need a Green New look, Deal right now. Look, and you keep making my last speech was about this. Will you please? There's lots of people who want to hear this. Please don't drown them out. Please don't drown them out. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right now. I think they may have missed the fact that the last mission I launched was on clean power by 2030, which is the single most effective way uh, to get the green future that they and many others want. Let me continue about insecurity because it places barriers not just economic barriers, subtle barriers in the minds of working people. He's also condemned Just Stop Oil protesters who've disrupted Wimbledon this week, describing them as arrogant. Kent Online reports. Now, critics of a new development in Canterbury have admitted they're pleasantly surprised by the results. Four character homes were demolished in New Dover Road to make way for the luxury apartments, a move that was branded sickening. Temporary boards around the project have now been taken down and those opposed to it say it's not as bad as they imagined it would be. You can see pictures in the story at Kent Online. 800 stone artefacts dating back to the Ice Age have been discovered during an excavation in the Medway Valley. Researchers carried out a dig at the site of the new Maritime Academy School in Frinsbury. Among the items is a hand axe, which is thought to be one of the biggest ever found in the country. Dan's been chatting to senior archaeologist Letty Ingray, who's been telling us more about the dig. We knew that there were some deposits, some river deposits um, across the site which we thought could potentially have some kind of older Stone Age archaeology in them. Kind of the wider region in Kent has got a lot of history from older Stone Age, old Paleolithic sites coming from river deposits related to the Medway and other smaller rivers in the whole area. So we went and we dug a lot of holes, basically, dug a lot of holes. We looked through a lot of deposits. We spend a lot of time kind of sifting through sands and gravels on site looking for artifacts. And doing that, we managed to find quite a lot of stone artifacts. Um, and included in that were several hand axes, which are these kind of large tools worked on both sides. And two of those were very large. Um, and one, we think, is probably the third largest in Britain from what we know. What, what um, things did you find and, and how old are they? So at the moment, we don't have a definite date for things. So we've only recently, we only finished the field work um, quite recently, earlier this year. And the field work's only part of the archaeology. And we spent oh God, over two years, we spent a lot of time on this site doing various bits of excavation. Um, but now we need to look at this stuff that we got from the site and that kind of includes stuff like scientific dating. So one of the things we did was retrieve lots of samples that we can look at to try and find out how old the deposits are. So at the moment we don't know. That said, from the position in the landscape and the kind of deposits these artifacts came from, we 
think they're probably over 300,000 years old. So we think they might relate to a previous interglacial that was around kind of 300 to 350,000 years ago. So um, over the last kind of few hundred thousand years or million years, there's been a whole cycle in Britain where it gets very cold during ice ages and then it will warm up again for a few thousand years during an interglacial. So at the moment we're living in an interglacial and there have been several before. So we think this site might relate to a warm period. Yeah, about 300,000, 350,000 years ago. The artefacts will be sent off for further analysis to find out more about the people who use them. Kent Online reports. Head to Kent Online's homepage to see pictures of the progress of upgrades to the Stockbury roundabout. New drone footage reveals the latest road layout at one of Kent's busiest junctions. The project is due to be completed by this time next year. A couple who spent thousands of pounds searching for their cat, which went missing the day before their wedding, have finally been reunited with her. Honey stowed away in a van and ran away while Alice and Alex were taking decorations to the venue in Detling. They cancelled their honeymoon and have driven more than 700 miles over the last four weeks looking for the four-year-old Tabby. They've been telling us about the moment she was found. Tuesday morning, I was in, I was in the office that day and I had a call from Ali. Um, and I thought, oh, this must be something because he wouldn't normally call me when I was at work. And he just said, we've got her. And I just, I was like, no way. I was like, no. And then he sent me a couple of photos and it was just the best. Yeah, since then she's just been sleeping loads, eating loads. But every time she wakes up, it's like she realises that she's, she's, she's home, she's safe. After several sightings, they caught her by setting a trap with lots of tasty ham, cat food and sardine juice. And staff at a school in Aylesford are celebrating after being rated outstanding across the board. Ofsted visited Valley and Victor Primary in May for a routine inspection. A report described it as friendly, nurturing and inclusive. That's all from us today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Threads. You can also get details on the top stories directed to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.